why recycle? Safety and security certainly counts for all of us. Responsible recycling ensures the safe and secure destruction of personal data stored on hardware. That's welcome news, and this is the podcast, A Welcome Diversion. Hey everyone, I'm Mark Saltzman. I'm thrilled to be a guest again on A Welcome Diversion. This is episode two of this podcast series devoted to electronics recycling. When Recycle My Electronics reached out to me to be part of this, I was all too eager because as a tech reviewer, I recognize that uh, of course it's, you know, my job is to get people excited about tech and, and to really sort of sell how it can enrich and enhance your life. So it's once again my pleasure to introduce the host of A Welcome Diversion, my esteemed colleague, Cliff Hack. Nice to see you again, Cliff. Good to see you again too, Mark. It's a pleasure being here with you. And I'm really excited about doing this again and learning about Recycle My Electronics and EPRA. And you know, if there's one thing that I hear a lot from consumers, Cliff, and you probably do too, is that Canadians want to recycle. They want to do the right thing for the environment. They want to turn what's old into all new products, but they're concerned about privacy. They're concerned that there's a lot of personal information on their devices. Is that fair? It's very fair. Uh, I think that one of the trends that we've seen in the last little while is that there's a great deal of concern about people's personal security, identity theft, all of that realm that we know is out there. And people are very concerned about that. And I think you're in a good position to help us understand what that means. Yeah, thank you. So there's personal photos, uh, private photos and videos on our devices. There's confidential documents like uh, banking information, maybe passwords and and other uh, things that you don't want to fall into the wrong hand. So I get the concern about getting rid of that uh, content, that data, before properly recycling our phones or tablets or laptops or what have you. Um, You know, so this is what we're going to explore today on the podcast is all the privacy concerns and how we're going to help alleviate them uh, because it's a lot simpler than you think to protect your data while also being good to mother earth at the same time for sure mark and you know one of the things that we want to make sure is that when devices come back to us that at that end of life they get properly disposed of and there is no risk Mm -hmm. to people's personal security and personal data And we're, I think we're collectively getting better at things like understanding what a good password is or a passphrase. Um, Two-factor authentication, which is when you not only require your uh, password to log into your online activity, but also require usually a one-time code sent to your phone to really prove it's you. Uh, Or we're used to biometrics authentication, using your thumb or your fingerprint or your your eye to identify you. Uh, But I think the concern is at the end of that life cycle, when it's time to dispose of properly your tech. Is it a matter of taking out the SIM card, removing a memory card maybe from devices, but also formatting or or deleting information off a drive? I guess that's really what we're talking about here. All of that, Mark. And I do thank you because I've stopped using my birth date for my password. (laughs) That's good. Uh, Yeah, your your (laughs) advice was very helpful there a few years ago. So I'm much better in that regard. Um, That said, uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, If you have a memory card, it should be removed. If there are SIM cards in the device, they should be taken out. Um, Beyond that, the manufacturers often have ways that they recommend that you use in order to make sure that your data is being protected. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, at EPRA, we ensure the safe and secure destruction of the materials that come back to us. We're very implicated with respect to people's personal identification Mm -hmm. and all of that material that can be at risk. And we know that people are holding onto their devices in some cases 
because they're less comfortable or need more assurance with respect to how they will be dealt mm-hmm. with at the end of life. Yeah, fantastic. And if you missed the first episode of A Welcome Diversion, you talked to us about how your tech, your end-of-life electronics, when it is disposed of through the Recycle My Electronics program, everything is completely shredded. So even if you forget to remove your personal information from your devices, rest assured, there is no data left at the end of the day there. Uh, but it is always a great idea, good practice to properly remove your tech. You don't have to be Bill Gates to know how to do it. You don't have to have a degree in computer engineering. It's pretty easy. If it's a mobile phone, you can often do a factory reset, which includes encryption now. And if it's a laptop or a desktop, you can download free software, often called shredding software, that combs through that hard drive, jumbles up all those zeros and ones, making that hard drive or SSD drive inaccessible to anyone who finds it. Just in case you don't do it, of course, as you mentioned, when it gets to a recycled My Electronics facility, everything is completely, literally shredded. Yes, and it's a good point, Mark, because we guarantee that the materials that come back to us are, from a custodial standpoint, handled from the time they're dropped off at one of our locations or one of our collection events, all the way through the transportation cycle until they get to the processing plant. And when we get to the processing plant, that device that you have in your hand, that tablet, that cell phone, that notebook, Mm -hmm. turns (laughs) into shredded material and it goes back to base elements and you'll have pellets of plastic you'll have granulated metal and all of that is the state that it gets to and we do not allow export of materials to other countries Um, it is all at end of life turned back into a resource that can be reused in the manufacturing process and not only do you not uh dispose of the these uh, materials or, or export it to other countries, but you also don't repurpose these old phones and tablets and computers that some recycle electronics organizations do, even, you know, unbeknownst to the person donating this end-of-life tech, it can be, you know, sent to uh, another country, um, often emerging markets, uh, and we don't know if they're properly getting rid of your data. So rest assured that through RecycleMyElectronics.ca. There's not, none of that. It, it everything gets completely shredded, quite literally. It's true. It all gets shredded, and we also ensure that, uh, as you say, materials are not going to uh, other countries. Uh, in some cases, third world countries, where mm-hmm. um, some practices that we've all been aware of uh, can take place, which are not safe for the people involved or for the environment itself. Mm-hmm. So, as we look at all of that, our role is to make sure that the products that come back end up being turned back into elements that can be recycled. Right. And these practices, these processes over the last decade at EPRA have in fact been mirrored by others in the recycling industry, even those who don't work for EPRA. That must be flattering. It is. um, As I say, industry started out by establishing its own standard uh, back in the very early days, uh, a, a decade ago. And that has evolved into some international standards which have been adopted kind of pervasively. The other thing that takes place is that from our perspective, we want to make sure that all of that material um, ends up going into the shredder. And the result of that is that there's safe, secure destruction. And you don't have to worry about the security of your personal information. Mm -hmm. At the same time, you're also protecting those at those recycling facilities. I think there's like 150 point safety uh, checklist that you go through, something like that. That's absolutely accurate. Uh, there is protection for the health and safety of the workers that mm-hmm. we contract yeah, with. Yeah, I've seen that to firsthand. In, to ensure that all of the material that they're dealing with um, is not at risk for them personally mm-hmm. as they perform their important roles in the recycling process. Yeah. 
so with that in mind, what happens to our electronics once they get to an improved processor? I mean, you, we talked about it getting shredded, but maybe you can pull the curtain back a little bit more on what happens. I think a lot of people would be curious to know what happens to their beloved laptop after it leaves their hands. Sure. Well, I, I think one of the things that I'd say right out of the gate is that it's important to deal with reputable organizations. And uh, we are a not-for-profit. Our sole role is to make sure that things are properly recycled. And to that end, there are many others out there who operate in this space who don't have the same ethical standards, mm -hmm. who may purport themselves to be doing charitable efforts or those kinds of things, um, but that in the background uh, perhaps have other motives at hand, including profit. Mm -hmm. And that's not one of ours, and it's something that is worth uh, investigating. Um, so once it gets to us, though, uh, it gets collected at one of our depots, and we have 2,500 of them across the country, and then from there, transported in a safe and secure manner to a processing plant. And there it will be unloaded from a tractor trailer, it'll be put onto a conveyor, sorted, so that the materials that need to come out, batteries as an example these days, need right. to be removed from devices. Mm -hmm. um, tablets and PCs are largely sealed, which makes it a little more difficult. So all of that is a manual process. They need to remove those batteries because especially the lithium ion batteries can be hazards when they go into the shredder with respect to fire. Oh, um, so all of that needs to be done to prepare the material to go into the shredder. And from there, it goes in and is separated into various streams ferrous, non-ferrous metals, plastics, which are pelletized, all of which turns out to be something which can then go back into the remanufacturing process. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Of course, what podcast would be complete without asking you, the viewer or listener, to send in your own questions that you may have for Cliff Hacking, CEO and President of EPRA, Electronic Products Recycling Association. We do, in fact, have some questions sent in from our first episode. Uh, so uh, don't be shy. Let us know if you've got ones that we can answer in episode three. But I do have Cliff here for you based on our last, our inaugural episode. How do we know electronics aren't just shipped overseas? We It seems to be... a pervasive concern, but uh, something that you've already addressed, but maybe you can elaborate a bit more. I'd be happy to, Mark, and, and it is an important topic. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that we do is we work very closely with all of the people that we contract with, with all of the service providers, and we audit them to ensure that the materials that they're dealing with are sent to approved end-of-life places. And some of those places are places where you can't send them. So an example would be uh, we do not allow shipment to non-OECD countries um, of any kind of materials or electronics. In addition to that, we're very careful to make sure that we do something from a reporting perspective that we describe as mass balancing, which means that everything that we send into a processing plant comes out the other end and we know where it goes. Mm -hmm. um, so that's important for us because we want to track that material and ensure that it is being sent somewhere in the remanufacturing process that allows us to have our fingerprints on where it has gone. Okay, good to know. I've had people say to me, I'm good with recycling my old tower PC or what have you, but I'm going to drill holes in the hard drive or take a sledgehammer to it. I would write back typically to these uh, readers over the years and say, don't risk hurting yourself. If you properly recycle your tech through recyclemyelectronics.ca, know that everything's going to be shredded. So there's no need to do that. Have you heard a similar thing that like people want to actually physically destroy their drive to make sure their data isn't recovered? I've heard stories where people have run over them in their driveway <laughs> uh, with their, uh, their vehicle. So uh, certainly that's the case that people have that sense of 
concern. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons that we're doing this is because we want to address the reason that people don't want to recycle their materials, and we want them to bring them back and, and have a proper end of life. And we do ensure that they're shredded and they go to a proper destination when they're done mm -hmm. uh, in terms of you know, a finite material that can be reused in the manufacturing process. But we also want to make sure that as you're bringing them back, and you touched on this earlier on, that there are many ways to make sure that you're doing things to protect the data, which are much safer for you as yeah. well, whether it's removing the SIM card or doing things like the virtual shredding that you described, which is available for download in many cases. So those are safer ways to make sure that the data is being destroyed without having to risk some of the hazards that go on. Sure. And and frankly, the, the sledgehammer or the run over it with a car method um, have some hazards associated with them that we'd like to avoid. <laughs> yeah, so physical destruction, not necessary because that will be handled properly through the Recycle My Electronics program. And interesting, I, the next question was about any other safeguards we can take before we donate our tech or recycle our tech. So we've covered it. Remove the SIM, remove any memory cards, uh, properly delete information just by you know formatting the device or going to making sure it's encrypted, of course, uh, a factory reset or downloading shredding software for a Windows uh, PC, for example, to, to comb through that drive and make sure all those zeros and ones are all messed up so it's inaccessible to anybody but again should you forget to do any of that don't worry about it if it's properly recycled through recycle my electronics everything will be literally shredded down to its uh essence down to its uh raw resources there so i've seen that firsthand it's pretty pretty wild i think i mentioned in the first episode that I did a video for Cineplex movie theaters from one of your recycling facilities. It was just northwest of Toronto. It was really wild to see what uh, these these enormous facilities are like and how they properly get rid of everything. It was it was amazing to see. Uh, you know what happens after you you drop it off. It's it's great, Mark, and it's absolutely true that the facilities um, are state of the art. They really do a fine job with all of that material. The other thing that I'd add to uh, this topic is that we know from surveys that we conduct on a regular basis that people are reluctant to bring in their devices and that they throw cell phones in a drawer, that they stick computers in a cupboard, mm -hmm. um, and that there is a great many devices that are sitting in consumers' homes and garages and barns uh, awaiting their end of life. And we would encourage you to listen to the tips that, uh, that, that have been offered here today to make sure that uh, you can feel comfortable bringing your material in, and that we then can make sure it gets a new life as material that goes into the remanufacturing process. One more question for you. Those who think putting it in the blue bin is going to reach RecycleMyElectronics.ca's facilities, it's not the case. Not the case. Uh, unfortunately, that's not the uh, prescribed method. What we do have is a number of approved places where you can take them back. Retailers are very common. So if you can think about any of the big box retailers, uh, that they will take your yeah. end of life electronics back. All right. Well, Cliff Hacking, always great to chat with you. CEO and president of EPRA, Electronic Products Recycling Association, recyclemyelectronics.ca. I very much look forward to episode three of this A Welcome Diversion podcast series. Always a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you, Mark. And uh, as you know, what's inside counts. So what's inside your device counts in terms of the recycling effort. And we look forward to speaking with yeah. you again next time. That's right. And don't let it go to e-waste. We'll be back with episode three of A Welcome Diversion. Stay with us. We'll see you next time. A Welcome Diversion is brought to you by EPRA Recycle My Electronics. 
EPRA Recycle My Electronics programs have a vast network of over 2,500 collection locations across Canada consisting of return to retail locations and authorized drop-off points committed to recycling end-of-life electronics in a responsible manner. To find the location nearest you, visit RecycleMyElectronics.ca. The future is in your hands. Don't let it go to waste.